0: Our focus scripture today is from Exodus 32 verse 18, but he said, it is not the sound made by victors or the sound made by losers, it is the sound of revelers that I hear. Globally we have seen how schools and colleges have switched to online learning. I just can't imagine if in a home, if there are three kids doing online learning, you really have to tiptoe, keep your voice down. You cannot make any uh, loud noises. If you have a wooden floor, then when you walk, even the floor gets squeaky. So it's really hard to not to make a a, a noise. But we have this um, amazing feature in this uh, headphones that you can cancel the noise, noise cancelling feature. What it does is it senses the ultrasonic uh, landscape around you which counters uh, sort to say it it kills every sound around you and uh, makes your ability only to notice nothing other than your selective entertainment. So it kills the sound around you so that uh, you you won't be able to notice any noises around you, only what you focus uh, on and whatever you select to listen to. So that is a best feature we have these days with these headphones coming up and um, I think for kids, whoever is doing the online um, learning at homes, that would be a good and best shot to buy and try it out. If you, so that you don't put anybody into trouble of keeping voices down and you can't even open a faucet, have the water running, all that noises. Is noise that bad? Okay, for learning it is okay, you can cancel the noise. But then when you go out into the world, If you choose to tune out the noises, I feel that you're missing something, essentially like um, the beauty of uh, the nature's noise, or you grow more insensitive to the noises around you. Coming from India, some of our roads have no sidewalks. So what happens is, unless you hear a honk a loud noise like honking or horn, then people know there's some vehicle coming behind us and they move aside. Of course, noise has its own downsides with health issues. You can put up with any loud, jarring or irritating noise, but at the same time, you cannot ignore the noise of um, the water or the chirping of the birds or the cries or the barks of the dogs. So. The, we we just grow up with that so you, you can never choose out to cancel out such noises around you and coming to biblical context we see in the bible uh, the psalmist says make a joyful noise to the lord what is that noise is talking about make a joyful noise i was referring to many um, scriptures uh, which verse I should pick and read today but for some reason I was hooked to Exodus 32 context. Though, What kind of noise are the Israelites uh, making there after they are delivered, liberated from Egypt? The context here is Moses is waiting on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights to receive Ten Commandments and he already prepared the people to wait on him and he also made Aaron to take care of them. If any disputes come up, then he is going to take care and settle that. The delay of Moses coming, instead of waiting patiently for Moses, these people became more anxious the anxiousness made them to get into this overdrive of asking Aaron to go ahead and make gods for them. It is natural when somebody don't show up on time if you don't know the reason the noise we make is really big. We panic, we try to reach out to people but here the delay we know Moses' but these people instead of growing on patience they're making a noise of clamor they went to Aaron and asked him to make gods for them and Aaron says okay give all your jewelry get your earrings and he makes it into mold and it turns out to be a calf image of calf and Aaron declares Tomorrow we'll celebrate it as the day of Yahweh and we'll have a feast. See how things turned out to be when they know why Moses is not coming and they couldn't wait anymore. And there is this kind of, uh, I'm sure there is some kind of um, disagreement to make God's, definitely. But I don't see that in the scripture, Aaron's hesitation on Aaron, Aaron giving a thought nothing immediately is asking you, get the stuff and I'll make it for you. And secondly, I see that when they see the image of calf, Israelites are saying, okay, these are the gods who brought us out of Egypt. Really? After hearing your cries, God, Yahweh liberated you from there and now they say that these are the gods who liberated us from Egypt. I thought they were tuned into God but long before they were tuned out. I see this deafening noise here that everybody are in agreement to this fun what they're coming up with. They see this calf as an intermediary because in Egyptian gods have these animals as intermediaries, as a right tops, you know, as vehicles for their gods. When they saw the calf, they thought it's a seat of God, you know, they can, uh, the gods are sitting and riding on them. Even in Hinduism, we have uh, animals serving, even birds serving as intermediaries or representatives or seeds or riders of gods. I think from there they got this notion that they can represent us and take us forward um, from that spot because Moses is not uh, showing up and they began to doubt and um, they're just uh, relying and trusting, putting everything on this... um, image of calf that these gods will take them forward. And it is surprising and saddening to see the role of Aaron. He has become a people's pleaser. He is brother of Moses. He is a priest and he knows the role of Yahweh but still he fails to show his leadership in leading the people in Trusting or following God, but rather He is helping them uh, to please whatever they're asking Aaron. The intermediaries God has already given to the people the Ten Commandments, the covenant, the cloud. What are the intermediaries they need? But they're going after something where God's heart is not there. So In the midst of this clamor, this deafening, and this revelry of joy, entertainment, we see Moses with God interceding for his people. God says to Moses, Go down at once immediately because your people have sinned, because they've always been stiff-necked and they've acted perversely. The same word perversely means corrupt, the word has been used even in Noah, in Noah times when God says, I'm going to blot out the people because of their sin. If they have to reconcile, if I have to calm down, which means they have to start all over again with me. So the same word Yahweh is using to Moses here, that I'm going to blot out and they have to start over again. But Moses is imploring, he's pleading, is begging God to change his mind and not to blot them out. We see here God is angry, a roaring noise. We know maybe some people may picture God as very calm, very placid, but here is angry, he's furious, he just wants to blot them out roaring like a lion noise, we can see here, but Moses is trying to uh, plead God and trying to help God to not to blot out, but change his mind and to be open to the future. Today, as we reflect on this uh, verse, uh, on this passage, it's a check for us. Are we tuned into God in this world or tuned? Out already, thinking that we are tuned in like this Israelites, trusting, putting a whole sef- self in the intermediaries. instead of God, sometimes we become people worships, people pleases, and maybe stiff-necked. So it's a call for us to think once again. If we are trying to cancel out the noise of this world, make sure, that you're tuned into God first, that he helps you, that you turn. That you don't tune out to the noise of the protest, to the injustice, to the cries, to the human survivals, what people are struggling, battling every day. When you're closely tuned into God, he will help you to respond to the noise of the cries of the people. As God heard the noise of Christ and liberated from Egypt, he would also help us in a way that we hear that noise and respond and be helpers in liberating people from that uh, holy noise. May God bless these words, Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this beautiful day and your blessings in our lives. Thank you for speaking to us through your word and helping us to understand, to check and see if you are tuned in to you or to the world. If we are stiff-necked, depending and basing on the intermediaries of uh, this life, we pray that you put a check on us, that we would be able to come out and focus according to the intermediaries you have given us as prayer the scripture your commandments and covenant may we stay focused and tuned to your word and to the noises of this world use us in a way that we always respond and not to be insensitive to the injustices and to the cries going around us we pray also at this time those people who are suffering who are sick in body mind and in soul We pray that you touch them, heal them. May they always know that you've always been with them. Help them to grow more in your faith, in your love and in your peace. As we begin this day, this day, in whatever place we are, we pray that you make it as a holy ground for us. Uh, Help us in a way that we meet as we meet the people that we spread forth your love, your joy and your smile on them go before us and bless us we commit this day into your loving hands we ask this in the precious name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with us now and forevermore